uh, be sure to like the video. Push, push the button. Like the video down there. That helps the channel out. Greetings, everyone. This is Morning Eggnog. My name is James. With me, as always, Caleb. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's been a while since we recorded. So, Caleb, you just got back from a trip. I did. I got to go on a, an amazing trip to Kansas. Uh, it was a... Uh... Excuse me. I'm like, I can't talk. Cause well, like, I'm doing the same thing over here. So, Because it's one of those things like, you know, if you keep talking, it's just going to come out as disgusting. And you're not 40 yet, so you don't try to talk through burps. <laughs> you just keep going. It's just like, dude, what the heck? Uh, <laughs> I have a guy at work. Oh, no. He just, he farts. <laughs> Like, really disgustingly? Like, he don't care if anybody's near him or whatever. He's just walking along, and he's like, dude, what the heck? Oh, uh, something like, uh, when you get old, you just don't care, caring. man. It's like, whatever. Um, Back to the original story. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, It was actually a hunting trip okay. uh, to Kansas. Uh, do, do, we, I, do you have any pictures from that? I do have pictures. Okay. Did you kill anything? I did kill stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That sounds terrible. You're so excited about it. I am. Violence. Uh, <laughs> uh, between my wife and I, we actually got four uh, four deer. And I, you didn't bring me any meat because it's uh, not processed, is it? It is all processed. Okay. And you didn't bring me any meat because? I, I've been so busy. Because I'm going to bring you jerky. Okay, okay. Because okay. we make deer jerky out of it. And so I'm planning on bringing you, you know, a bag of deer jerky. Sweet. I'm excited. It's just this week has been like I was planning on making deer jerky for church. You were planning like, on doing a lot of stuff this week. I, I yeah, I'm like getting ready to <laughs> you know get ready to sell the house and like all this different stuff. And yeah, it's just nothing's happened <laughs> except nope. me sleeping. Yep, I did lots of work, trying to sleep. I guess working, going home, and then yeah, working, sleeping, and then going working is going home, sleeping. Yeah. So, anyways, oh. it was a great time with the family. Oh, I love Kansas. It's beautiful. The Flint Hills is where uh, my wife grew up, um, and it's if you think about like old westerns with big rolling open plains and some like rock, yeah. some some rocky outcroppings and things like that. That's pretty much what this place is. It's wide open. There's not very many trees. It's just that's awesome and beautiful rolling hills. So I that that part of Kansas is just gorgeous. Then you go a little farther west, and it just becomes Ohio. 2.0. Without trees at all. Without <laughs> Ohio trees without or trees. corn. Without <laughs> trees or corn. Uh, what is Ohio without trees and corn? I mean, it's just nothing. Beans. <laughs> beans. It's beans then. <laughs> so yeah, that was it was a great trip. Um <laughs> What did you all do while you were there, Caleb? That we pretty much just hunt. I'm so, we hunted. So you just got there. You put on your your uh, camouflage and orange. And <laughs> went out. You went out. You put on your orange. Went out there and massacred got, animals. Massacred animals. <laughs> Do you bow or gun? Uh, we used rifles. Okay. Uh, out out there, you were actually allowed to use high powered rifles. So I got to use a 270, Ooh. which is slightly smaller than a 30 out six, uh, but shoots flatter. Okay. So. And I love that gun. It's so, I don't exactly know what to say. It just shoots really flat. And so you know exactly where you're going to shoot the animal. So you're, you feel very confident with that yeah. particular so rifle. Every, obviously died very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we are very humane in how we hunt. Uh, we don't try to do shots that 
are stupid. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, <laughs> Between the legs. Yeah, and like even before I was allowed to go hunting, uh, when I first started, my father-in-law made us all sit down and we watched um, a VHS yes. cassette that he would put in and it was basically a, uh, a live, it would have the deer walk out and then they would pause it and then they would put the outline of where you need to place your shot. Um, so I know exactly. So after that training, you know, just, he would even, we even brought the guns out and we would actually like look down the sights, look where we're supposed That's to shoot. Great. Cause he, he would, the animal would walk out and they would say, okay, where's your shot placement? And then we give you like five seconds to place your shot. And then it would go to the live. Um, so we're, uh, every animal that we, um, that Slaughter. went down, oh. went down very quickly. Um, so that, that's the thing is we're not out there just to talk. You're there to eat. Well, yeah, we're there for the meat, yeah. really. Uh, and, the, and the fun. It, it is Makes it feel fun. like a man, kind of. Yeah. I'm be, assuming. It, it does. Um, and and the, I think the best part is, is the camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, because her father and my wife get along really well. They love hunting together. And just being able to be a part of their family and get to go out with them and and partake in this, because uh, once we kill the deer, we do all the processing ourselves. Oh. Uh, so he's we you know we we field dress, we hang the the animal, um, and then we actually bring it in and do all the butchering uh, did ourselves. Girl, did the girls help at all? No, not I mean we we <laughs> trying to say this. We allow the we want the girls to see it. Uh, and it's processing. And yeah. so we, we make the girls go out and look, not necessarily when we're field dressing. It's such a nice way to say getting its guts and stuff out and removing, you just leave, removing the, you the guts. You just leave the guts in the woods. Uh, yeah, they have so many coyotes. Usually the, the pile is gone by the next day. I assume, but I, yeah. I yeah, so, never done so we want them to see, you know, the animal hanging, you know, this is, we're not just here to shoot the animal. Uh, we're actually going to take this animal and we're going to break it down so that way we can take care of our family. Yeah. Um, and then the same process of when we're cutting it up, cutting the meat off the animal and grinding it up. So that way they can see, you know, the process, what we're doing, why we're doing it. Uh, because it's not just about um, killing an animal. Bang, it's bang, about, shoot guns. Exactly. It's about... Uh, and beer. It's about, one, number one, preservation. Yeah. Uh, because deer populations, if you're not careful, can get out of control. Uh, and so that's part of it. And then the other part is being, I mean, because we brought 100 pounds of meat home with us. Holy cow. And that's what, like $2,000? Not, well. It's, it's a it's lot. It's a decent chunk of. But it's venison. So number one, venison's more expensive. So it's probably, what, two or three bucks a pound? Yeah. So you two or three bucks times that. So you're talking four, five, six hundred bucks yeah. in meat. So yeah. So that's why. And plus, we love venison. It's yeah. delicious. See, I've always, that's a. I've heard people say it's really gamey, though. It depends on uh, how you prepare it. It also depends on the deer that you get. Yep. Uh, so, for instance, when a buck is in rut, which means it's going after the ladies, uh, he doesn't care about food. <laughs> so basically, he'll literally starve himself to the point where he no longer has any fat, barely any fat on their body. Don't want to go when they're running. You do. Because that's when you actually can oh, get. Oh, so you want, you want, you don't want fat. You do. Uh, I, I, how do we say it? So when you do get a nice big buck, 
and you've got it like, for instance, late in the season, it's going to be more gamey because it's been free ranging. It's like been pushing its body so hard that it is more tough and a little more stringy. Um, but honestly, usually a nice plump dough is going to taste better. Yeah. Because they're not as they've been taking care of themselves better. They're not out chasing each other, you know, so they taste better. So, uh, so that's, so yeah, I honestly can't really taste the gaminess anymore. Uh, I haven't, I'm trying to think of, I haven't had a whole lot of venom. Okay. I'll definitely have to bring some over, um, just like, so you can make like ground meat. Cause that's how what we do with about 80% of it is we, we put it in a grinder, we grind it up. So it's basically kind of like burger. You don't make steaks with it or there, there are a few steaks. Basically, the only steaks that we keep are the tenderloins. Gotcha. So we keep the back, the backstrap tenderloins, and then there's two inside tenderloins that you those the inside tenderloins, and we cut those out. So those are the only um, technically steaks that we keep. We used to do like roasts and stuff, but it's a lot more work to process an animal to get those nice pieces of meat um, separate. Plus, it's like. Roast. Beef is easier. Yeah. It's easier and, and, and it tastes, beef does taste better in some ways. Some people actually prefer venison, but yeah, venison meats and like stews and stuff, you can't tell the difference really between that and, gotcha. and uh, beef. I didn't know venison was more expensive. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm not positive because not a lot of places around here have venison. So I'm not positive on that, but I'm pretty sure since it's more of a rare, uh, a more rare, I would assume it's more. Kind of like elk. Like if yeah. you buy an elk burger or a bison burger, they're always more expensive. Okay. So. We don't have a lot of elk. No. The only ones that we have are in cages, basic. Not cages, but. <laughs> this is such a low energy podcast. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's okay. Hey, you know, sometimes Ooh. we're high energy and we got it going. Other times, like right now, we're just chilling and having a good time. I am. Well, that sounds like. So that's all you did while you were out there? You didn't do anything else? Uh, we were not feeling good while we were out there. We were planning on meeting with her family and stuff, but at that point in time, like the girls didn't feel good. Yeah. I had like a snotty nose almost the entire time. So we didn't want to get anybody sick. Yeah. And of course, COVID is still a valid. I know. (laughs) We just both. COVID is still a thing. And unfortunately, and so we want to keep, Everybody's safe uh, during this time, so so we had to cancel a couple of events, which was sad. Like family reunion kind of stuff. Yeah, because I haven't seen the her side of the family either, or side of her family in about two or three years now. So it was. I was kind of hoping to see everybody, but it's just sometimes it doesn't work out. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Well, that was a very informative part of deer. <laughs> yeah. Deer hunting and processing. I feel very informed. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to know any more about it? <laughs> well, I actually, this was the first time I field dressed my own deer. <gasps> Ooh, how does that go? Uh, okay, so when you field dress a deer, um, it's the process of removing the internal organs. And you didn't save the heart or anything? N- you did? Usually, if you shoot the deer right, the heart is usually uh, paced. Pretty much, because gotcha. uh, really, what you're trying to aim for is is the top of the heart and the two lungs. 
That's what you want to do. Because you do that and your deer is, it's not even going to feel what's going on and it's dead before it even knows it. Um, sounds kind of violent, but it's better to is be. Is the head just harder to hit? Yes, the head is harder to hit. It is, it's kind of one of those. And you really don't want to shoot him through the neck. That's the worst. Is you can missing. shoot him through the neck, but you have, what you basically do is make sure you're shooting towards the top. And you, if you do neck shot him, you want to make sure it's up high so that way it severs the, severs the vertebra and, and kills them instantly. Um, and so like if it's a decent, like within 75 feet and you're familiar with your gun, it is an, it's a pretty easy shot to actually gotcha. make. Um, That'd be if you want to preserve the heart. If preserve the heart and even like the front leg, because um, basically you're shooting just behind the front shoulder. Yeah, uh, is the the idea is the perfect shot uh, front shoulder like just about six inches above the bottom of the deer is kind of kind of that area <clears throat> you want to hit between there's about a six inch window that you really want to hit them in but anyways um, where were we going with that I'm sorry field dressing field dressing you rip out all the organs no. It, it's you a slit it down the chest, and then you shove your hand in and rip out the heart. If it's if you did a neck shot, take a big <laughs> bite of it and scream into the wilderness. Um, as disturbing <laughs> as that is, no. Oh, okay. Um, so the way you basically start is honestly, you start on the back of the deer, and uh, you remove the butt, the butt, basically. Uh, Gross. Yeah, because it's part of the intestines, so you have to to start with that. So you do that. And then you slice up between the legs, and you open up to the pelvis bone. That's what you do. Uh, at that point, then normally... Do you have big, long gloves with you? Or you just do this? Oh, I wear gloves. Yeah, yeah. I assume. Because it can get messy. So then <laughs> It you, can get messy. It can get messy. Obviously. You're cutting an animal open. Yeah. So then you move to the front of, front of the deer, uh, and you right above where the, um, the cavity right here is, you insert your knife there, and then you run it along the the front of the cavity, and you open that up. Uh, at that point, you have a saw, and so you have to open up the bone uh, on the on the front of the deer and on the back of the deer. So you open those two up, and at that point, um, it kind of depends. Uh, usually, you have what we call as a hook knife, and you can set it just below the skin of the deer, and you pull it and it op- it takes just this removes just the skin without accidentally puncturing any of the internal organs which can get smelly, smelly. <laughs> really fast so you so you slice that through and so once you have the two bones cut and you have the um the cavity opened up then you tip it on its side and you remove the oh, what is that called it's the part that connects the internal organs to the um and then- yeah, I forget what that's called. I'm bad. But anyways, oh. so you cut through that and that basically, and then you remove, so you pull every, you remove everything out through that way. Um, <laughs> I know it sounds, everybody's like, at this point, we've lost like half of the people listening. No, yeah, I don't know if anybody's listening anymore, but yeah. That's okay. Um, a really interesting fact about, I don't know if any other deers, but whitetails and especially... Uh, the front shoulders are actually not attached by bone. Really? Yeah. It is just... Meat. The, the, the shoulders are literally attached 
by muscles. That is it. You can just cut around those. You can literally, when you're removing the leg, you lift it up and you start cutting and the leg just lifts up and you just slice through and it's all just meat. And you just, you can literally lift the whole shoulder and then you cook, then you skin it and just cook that. And then you have the deer leg as actually, that would be amazing. It probably would taste really good. Um, And that's one of the reasons why you would shoot it in the neck uh, or headshot it. So that way it's clean. Um, but again, that is a harder shot, uh, and so you, you, what you want to do is take take the shot that's most likely going to take the animal. Are you going to get your your uh, deer taxidermy? No, because uh, we sh- we were down taxidermied. there. We were down there during antlerless season. Okay, so you don't I, you don't have a doe sticking under your wall? <laughs> no, not really. Look at this impress! Look, I killed a lady deer. Look, this is a this is a doe, a deer. It's a, actually a female, a female. deer. <laughs> wow, this ray of sunshine sure is nice. Ah, <laughs> oh, so no, uh, the the way we do. Um, so, for instance, two or three years ago, I did get a buck, and we just keep the antlers. So you there's a they're attached to the bone. And you just remove the top of the bone. No, you should have kept the skull. That is another way to do it. That is actually, what is that called? I think it's called the European mount. When you actually keep the, the, the skull and the antlers attached, it's called yeah, a see, European wanna, mount. That's what I want to do. I want to go hunting once, and I'll, I don't care if, what it is. I just want to keep the skull. <laughs> I don't care what it if is. It's a, if it's a male or female. Yeah. So I... I Dora Buck. I'm actually really excited. I just purchased a compound bow because uh, I want to do hunting in this area. And in this area, you, you basically have three choices of uh, firearms or uh, weapons to use. How would you call that? And the firearms would be really expensive. <laughs> Tools to use. Um, you can use a muzzle loader, which uh, I actually have access to older style muzzle loaders, which I think would be really fun. One of my goals is to eventually take a deer with a flintlock. I just think that would be... Hey, you'd feel, but you have to dress the part. So I have, so to, you, I have to go get find some buckskin and yeah. actually wear... You need, you need to look, you need to... And then uh, have a raccoon hat. Have a raccoon hat. <laughs> I, I'm going on Amazon, honey. What are you looking at? <laughs> no, go away. I'm, I'm buying myself furs. <laughs> I'm buying myself furs. Oh, my God. That would be... um. Yeah, so that's one thing I actually want to do at some point. But so here you have um, muzzle loaders, um, mm. you have archery, so you can use a, a compound bow or crossbow, and then of course you have uh, um, pistol shotguns. <laughs> you can use shotguns. Yeah, shotgun feels like it'd be messy, real messy. Uh, no, you wouldn't use buckshot. You would use a slug. It's still messy, although it's not any messier than a rifle. Not any messier than a rifle. It's just a larger rifle bullet. It just doesn't go as far. It's just safer. And it hits a lot harder. Yep. Um, it does. I've it, watched enough it, demolition rate to know it hits a lot harder. It hits harder, but it doesn't penetrate. No. So, yeah, there is that. It hits way harder. So, I'm actually really excited. Uh, I, got every, I got a target and all stuff, so I got to get practiced up. And so, I'm actually looking forward to... Now that I've actually field-dressed my own deer, I feel safe in doing the whole we should, we, process. Whenever you go, you should invite me, and then I just, I just want to hang out. I, just wanna... I don't know if I want to shoot anything. I mean, I could. It's not a big deal. I just I don't have a rifle or a bow. Oh, I think we could probably. You could just take turns. 
Okay, if I miss, I give you the bow and you have a chance. <laughs> it's, like, it's like video game, <laughs> playing video games. Give me the controller, it's my turn. <laughs> oh, you missed, it's my turn. Give me the muzzleloader, it's my turn. <laughs> There's not another deer, we scared them all off. I don't care. <laughs> I want it. Yeah. So so I'm excited to to do a little more hunting here in Ohio. Yeah, I, this has been way too long. We've been talking for 30 minutes about hunting. About hunting. <laughs> My bad. I'm so, we're so chill right now. We're I should have like, cut you off. Yeah, you should have cut me off at like... Maybe I'll, maybe I'll cut some of it out. Which is when fine. I, when I re-ask you more questions, I'll cut it out. Yeah, so that was silly. That was stupid. <laughs> Anyways, we're... I'm, in, I'm genuinely interested, which is why I asked you, but then I realized this is probably not great content. Hey, who cares? <laughs> I mean, somebody out there... I mean, there's all kinds of probably hunting. Hey, there's podcasts. Joe Rogan has, has a, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Joe Rogan Experience. It's a pretty small podcast. That's a pretty small podcast. It's not the top one, I think. Um, but they talk about hunting. All, he talks about hunting constantly. Does he like hunting? He Is loves hunting. Yeah, yeah, he goes elk hunting in Colorado. Oh. With so, a bow. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, he bow hunts. He's a man. Yeah. He's a real man. He, he kills. I did not realize how scary elk are. Oh, they're huge. I almost said elks. I was like, <laughs> elks, elks are huge. <laughs> they're huge and scary. Yeah, but they're still a deer, and so as a predator, they they don't they still don't want to. No, with they you. don't want to mess with you. But but they're huge. Yeah, my father in law loves. He goes elk hunting, and he has a cutout. It's only five thousand dollars. Well, it depends on how you do it too. True. And so he's probably going out and doing um, guided hunts. Gotcha. Uh, and those are really expensive those can be between five and ten grand for a for a bull elk anyways and he has this cutout <laughs> and i walked up to it and i was like these things are massive what's up just we started talking about it again i know it's your fault <laughs> you did it to us but anyways they're like i don't know what are they eight feet tall um to the top of their antlers they're huge they're yeah. massive so anyways moving on <laughs> So that sounds like a good trip. Glad you, <laughs> glad you got a, uh, glad you got some deer. Yeah, You'll have to I, bring some jerky. Oh, definitely. I'm or do you have some, some currently? And I you don't. just didn't bring it. I don't. Okay, I haven't okay. had time to do anything. Well, you uh, have daughters. They should make it. My father-in-law made uh, dill, dill jerky. Ooh, dill jerky. So it it was it's so good. I I gotta ask I him dill. where he got it. I do too. I love dill flavored things. I was so angry at myself. I bought. Bread and butter pickles for my sandwiches. Oh, whoopsies! Because I was just looking, whoopsies. I was just looking for slices, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, there's slices!" And I just got slices, and I got to the car. I got home, I made myself a sandwich, and uh, I was like, "Why is this so sweet?" Ugh. No. Oh, I like I like sweet. I like bread and butter or whatever on your called. sandwich versus dill. It depends on the sandwich. Just a ham sandwich. Probably dill would be the way to go. Bill's better. I, I tell you what, though. Chick fil A. Yeah. Maybe they do. dang bottles of Chick fil A sauce. I, I've seen him. I just need to buy it. You need to just get it because you can put it on everything. Everything. <laughs> like ham sandwich. You're like, hey, do you want to add five to 700 calories to everything? <laughs> buy our sauce. Oh, but it's so, it's so delicious. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. From, moving on from sandwiches from foods sandwiches and mostly because i'm hungry i need to go make a sandwich <laughs> we're gonna take a short break and we will be back 
Oh, the computer got me all screwed up. <laughs> and my phone died. It is, it is not that time. It is it's not 11.55 a.m. <laughs> it is now 11.55 a.m. Um, so this is a real a good transitions. Um, <clears throat> this is a horse that is a very good actor. Uh, it, every time someone tries to ride him, he appears to give up and falls on the floor. <laughs> or ground. Pretending to be dead. Yeah, and how are you going to get the horse up to be like, I'm going to ride you, and he's like, nope, you're not. <laughs> I weigh I weigh as much as a Honda Civic. You can't pick me up. Well, half of a Honda Civic. There's a oh. video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, that guy's face. And then, then he's like, you, I did, he fell over before he, the guy even tried to get on. Oh he my just gosh. doesn't, he doesn't want to be, like, nope, doesn't want to do it. Yeah. He's just playing dead. <laughs> <laughs> There's like flies on his teeth and everything. Wow. He's good at not moving. He's, he's, he has a good... Uh... <laughs> it's cute, but naughty. Uh, oh, I wonder I wonder how he learned... Well, I mean, it's just... You can't ride me if I'm on the ground. Pretty much. Dang. He just like slammed his head on the ground. He does not want to ride. Yeah. He, this... He's... Yeah, he goes all in. He's like, I. <laughs> anyways, so this is making for good audio podcast. But anyways, <clears throat> uh, Jin Jin Gang uh, has got a death trick. <laughs> <laughs> what, James? <laughs> the horse has gotten the death trick down so well that he even loosens his tongue to put and puts his hooves in weird positions <laughs> to make it look like he can go no longer. His owners say it happens whenever people try. Get into the get onto the saddle. A man at the ranch said, "You can read with me. You can see it. it's it's that's not the word." A man at the ranch who is trying to teach the horse how to how to take people for rides around the Korean countryside said that it was cute but naughty. <laughs> the only he only stays. <laughs> that's a great image. He only stays on the ground for a few seconds, but. The moment anyone starts approaching to get on him, he drops back on the floor. <laughs> Is anybody here? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm dead. You can't ride me. <laughs> <laughs> One person who viewed the video said, he's not lazy. He's smart. Why carry such a heavy load when you can get away with it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dying. I'm the, I, I am the died. <laughs> now we're just looking at pictures of, of the aftermath. I love that one. He's just laying on the ground. The other horse is like, "Dude, come on, just get up." A horse that plays possum. <laughs> so, uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's it. That's that one. Oh my gosh, that's Nick Kroll. Uh, who? Nick. He's I never seen this guy with long hair. <coughs> Caleb, do you have anything else to talk about, or should we start talking about hunting again? Oh, we should totally, definitely start talking about hunting again. No, uh, I got one about uh, a skillet. A, we just got to get it pulled up here. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks, James. <laughs> I literally forgot. Okay. There you go, Caleb. You can read that. Oh, yeah. Um, So, drivers on a Tennessee highway (laughs) encounter an unusual oversized load traveling down the road. A 14,360-pound cast iron skillet 
said to be the world's largest. I think it would. I think that would probably be. Well, the thing is, like, how do you how do you uh, yeah. make that? How do you make Ooh. a perfect looking skillet? Do you make a Do you make a cast? You have and to then... kind of make it. You have to make some kind of cast because it's because that would be the biggest. The cast time... iron cast cast. It'd be the most time consuming thing. That's definitely by far the most. So cast iron cast iron is. It's literally cast. So you just pour hot iron in there, and then it makes a pan or? i don't know <laughs> we could we could look up how cast iron pans are made <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> they're doing a launch video on how to make cast iron. <laughs> this is a really this is a really cool audio experience well, we're just, these guys are like, we're just oh, look at that they just they just carved <laughs> that out that's awesome we're just mm. saying wow neat wow <laughs> wow mm. <laughs> oh, that so that's how that's done. No, exactly. Uh, uh, South Pittsburgh uh, Lodge Cast Iron Store, the future home of the Lodge Cast Iron Museum. Oh, neat! I feel like that should be large, but it must be Lodge. Had a, a gargantuan skillet, which measures about eighteen feet from the handle to handle. Uh, so there's the, of course, the handle yep. part, and then the the far end. So yeah. some of them have that weird, like, why would you ever have that other end? <laughs> that Who's going to you grab can't that? grab. That. I guess well, you could with like pads it, on, but you could do it with pads on, or if you have like, if oh, one of those if, hooks, yeah, like you can hook it and cook it. On. Yeah. yeah, okay, that that's makes what it's sense. for. I think now I got to find where I was. Thanks, James. Which uh, eighteen feet handle to handle the store. Uh, the store shared the video on Facebook. Showing the massive pan, which log, uh, Lodge cast iron bills, uh, iron bills as the world's largest cast iron skillet, being hauled on the Interstate 59 on the back of a flatbed truck. That'd be odd, just driving around. What the heck? Yeah, that'd be. Oh, Someone's oh. really mad. They're gonna hit their husband real hard with that. <laughs> Man, that's one angry Hulk woman. <laughs> <laughs> orders it on Amazon. The new weapon of Hulk. Cast iron skillet. Conk. Yeah, fourteen thousand pounds. Yeah, fourteen thousand pounds. Yeah, almost fourteen and a half thousand pounds. Wow. What is just what, what seven three tons? Ton, seven, seven tons. I'm glad you did that in your head. I'm like, what is that? Like three tons? <laughs> so a thousand. A ton is two thousand. Anyways, shut up, James. Nobody nears. Oh, I'm nobody w- nears. <laughs> It makes me think of like when they hauled that uh, the T Rex on the back of the flatbed. Yeah, just random things that roll down the road. Oh, there's just so many. Like one. Of, oh, Peter died. Okay, or did it? Yeah, like the other day, um, I yeah, was driving Peter along died. and I saw. I don't know exactly what to call it, but it was like a tank van. Yeah, crazy stuff that I've seen get hauled down the. Yeah. Down the road as well. I we going to find it. Where is it? I uh so my next story was supposed my phone and my laptop died. I was very prepared for this. Um was about a dog who finished seventh in a marathon. Tank van. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's an anti airship. What the <laughs> What the heck? That's so cool. <laughs> Somebody's like, Hey, I need a semi, but on that semi one an eighty eight millimeter cannon. <laughs> Government, the, the Government, army, army. Uh, when do you want? <laughs> How big and send it? 
I didn't realize there's. I watched a video about a video. There are. I gotta think about it. There's marketing for things like that. Yeah. Like so, they somebody comes up with the R and someone that does the R and D makes a product, and they're like, "Hey, Russia, you want to buy some tanks?" <laughs> and then you're, they're like. Of course we do. <laughs> we always buy guns. They're only $88 million a piece. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you wonder, like... 8 billion rubles. And you and you wonder, okay, so what kind of certificates and stuff do you have to have? And, like, it's because people are watching. Because you can't just, like, make it and sell it to Bubba in Texas. Nope. So, you, <laughs> well, you just... <laughs> I want a tank! Uh, <laughs> well, do you have, you have enough money? Oh, yeah, I got enough money. I invested in Bitcoin in 2009. <laughs> hey, I got Cummins and the Cummins diesel here. And I want, I want an anti-air tank on it. I need an 88-millimeter cannon on the back of this. <laughs> can you, back can you make it, Can you make 100 mil, millimeter? 100 millimeter. 100 millimeter. Oh, God. Uh, who's using millimeters? I need an... <laughs> I need me a 14-inch cannon. <laughs> I want to fire off a baseball. <laughs> you can take feuding to a whole new level. <laughs> this guy ticked me off 25 years ago, so I blew up his entire barn. We don't like California. <laughs> I, live, I live three miles away, but he is knowing... Hey, Barth, Martha, go drive over there and see where I hit. <laughs> that was something that I forget. There's a I, again. I, we might have talked about it on the podcast. The one of the world, the world's longest gun, and it was world's largest gun, and it was it could shoot like. I think it could have shot. I think from like Ohio to like Kentucky. Something silly. Yeah, like, it, it was. It was. It like could shoot hundred miles or hundred. It was miles something or, stupid. And yeah. I'm, I. I don't have anything to research anything else. So. Yeah. Like the rail gun from that the Nazis built. Yeah, I, that might be it. Where it was like, oh, it was like a whole train, and like when they fire it, like roll the train. Yeah. <sighs> All the things we come up with. And everybody. <laughs> we're just like. These people look different. Let's kill all of them. Oh, goodness. These people speak a different language, but they look exactly like us. Kill all of them. We like their land. Yeah, get off. <laughs> we want this shiny this shiny metal. <laughs> kill everything. <laughs> this shiny metal is worth more than you are. Get off. Or die. What, 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 I'm still, I still don't understand gold. It's shiny. <laughs> Well, yeah, is it literally, like, what did the conquistadors use it for? Was it just currency? Just Why cur was it currency? Because it was pretty. But <laughs> it serves no purpose. If you're starving, you can't eat it. Yeah, yeah same thing You can't cash. wipe your butt with it. I guess you can do that you with cash. You can do that with cash. Yeah, you can dry your tears. <laughs> uh, very, I've tried it, and it's not very absorbent, and I got pink eye, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! <laughs> well, anyways, uh, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Got slightly high while working on this. What? Yeah. Like your brother who works at McDonald's? Oh right, yeah, yeah. And he got a, a secondary, he, second hand buzz from money. He's like, "Why do I? Why do I get a headache? Like, <laughs> I feel kind of weird. <laughs> just, just people snorting coke. <laughs> we need to do another interview. 
Yeah, we need to do a couple. Yeah, we definitely. haven't we haven't done an interview in a long time. We need I to do Jonathan again. We need to do uh, the mortician again. The, yeah, what's it's his been name? A, it's been funeral, like a couple funeral years. director. It's been yeah, he yeah. is a funeral mort. Yeah, it's been two two years, three years, two, two years. years. It was twenty nineteen. We did. Yeah, because he he wasn't one at that time. He is now. No, it was twenty twenty. Was it twenty twenty? Yeah, because he's actually a funeral director now. Uh, he got married. Yep. And so it'd be really fun to sit down with him again now Do that an he's actually... Video. Yeah, it really would. It'd be a good time. Anyway, so... <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook if you want updates, which James forgot to post again. Around episode 100, we're actually going to be re- revamping stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some things in the works. So we're very excited about it. Yes, we are. So thanks so much for joining us. Have a wonderful morning, noon, or night. See ya.